Silent Hill, Resident Evil, and The Sims. This and more this week on 8-Bits for the week of October 21st, 2022. Welcome to 8-Bits, a weekly podcast bringing you 8-Bits of video game news fast. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. Now, let's get started. Since there was no show last week, now it's time to speedrun last week's news, starting in 3, 2, 1. NVIDIA is unlaunching the 12GB RTX 4080. The MetaQuest Pro is a new VR headset for $1,500. Activision Blizzard is being sued again for sexual harassment. A Nintendo QA worker won their lawsuit. And the Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale is being shut down. And time. And now this week's news. The original voice of Bayonetta is calling on gamers to boycott the game. Over the weekend, original voice actor of the title character Helena Taylor posted a series of videos disputing a claim that she was not returning to the role due to, quote, various overlapping circumstances. Taylor alleges that Platinum Games had only offered her $4,000 for the entirety of her performance. In her videos on Twitter, she asks fans that, quote, if you're someone that cares about people, who cares about the world around you, who cares about who gets hurt with these financial decisions, then I urge you to boycott this game. She then continued about the injustices many voice actors face in the industry, including in the anime community. In response, director Hideki Kamiya responded saying, quote, Sad and deplorable about the attitude of untruth. That's what all I can tell now. Kamiya has since had his Twitter deactivated. Later, however, two reports from Bloomberg's Jason Schreier and Andy Robinson of Video Game Chronicle confirmed that Platinum was willing to pay Taylor three to four thousand dollars per four-hour session, with at least five to be expected, leading to a paycheck of at least fifteen thousand dollars. Per Bloomberg, Taylor had been requesting a six-figure deal alongside residuals for her performance. New Bayonetta performer Jennifer Hale posted her own response on Twitter, saying that she was under a non-disclosure agreement and could not respond directly, but that fans should be respectful to the many people who worked on the game. Finally, Platinum Games released their own statement saying, quote, We at Platinum Games offer our sincerest appreciation to everyone who has contributed to creating the Bayonetta series over the years, as well as the community that has served as its foundation. We give our full support to Jennifer Hale as the new Bayonetta and align with everything in her statement. We ask people to please refrain from any further comments that would disrespect Jennifer or any of the other contributors to this series. Taylor still stands by her initial statements. Video game channel G4 has shut down once again. The closure comes just a month after a wave of layoffs hit the revived video game network and just a year since its initial delayed launch. The team was informed via email this past Sunday about the closure, but many found out via Twitter, including YouTuber and host Gerard the Completionist. Gerard had learned of the closure via gaming news and deals page Wario64. The closure was so sudden that talent were still in active negotiations for renewed contracts, including WWE wrestler Xavier Woods, who found out about the closure by connecting to in-flight Wi-Fi during a flight on Sunday. A post-mortem Twitter space from host Kasim G and later a Twitch stream from the completionist eulogized the second attempt at reviving the channel in the days following. 
Our thoughts are with everyone affected and hope that they land on their feet somewhere else very soon. Silent Hill is coming back in a big way. In the first Silent Hill transmission, Konami revealed its upcoming slate of Silent Hill projects. The biggest project on the way is the long-rumored remake of Silent Hill 2 by Polish developer Bloober Team, creators of Layers of Fear and The Medium. The remake will release exclusively on PlayStation 5 and PC next year, with a title set to launch on other platforms after a one-year exclusivity window. Also revealed was Silent Hill Townfall, a new project from Stories Untold and Observation developer No Code, and published by Annapurna Interactive. A mysterious trailer did not reveal any gameplay, but the game is set to feature, quote, deep psychological terror, per studio director John McKellen. A new Silent Hill film is also on the way, featuring director Christoph Gantz, director of the first Silent Hill movie. The film, Return to Silent Hill, is said to be a sort of adaptation of Silent Hill 2. Silent Hill Ascension will be a live, real-time interactive series, with gameplay inspired by watching streamers play horror titles like Until Dawn and The Quarry with their audiences, also due out in 2023. Finally, at the end of the presentation, Konami announced a whole new original Silent Hill game, the first since the cancellation of Silent Hills. Silent Hill F will be set in 1960s Japan and developed by Neobars Entertainment, the team behind the next-generation ports of the Resident Evil franchise and Resident Evil Reverse. The game is also being written by Japanese mystery and horror writer Ryukishi07, and produced by former Nintendo programmer Motoi Okamoto. Okamoto has credits on Luigi's Mansion, Pikmin, as well as directing minigame collection We Play. The full Silent Hill presentation is available on YouTube. And now for a message from our sponsor. Long-time horror rival to Silent Hill, Resident Evil, also hosted the live stream this week. The presentation featured a new trailer for upcoming The Winters expansion. The DLC features a new third-person camera for the game, as well as a new story expansion set to wrap up the story that began in Resident Evil 7. The expansion will also add more playable characters into Mercenaries mode, including the infamous Lady Dimitrice. The expansion launches on October 28th, alongside the very delayed Resident Evil Reverse. The team behind the game also revealed the post-launch content map, featuring additional characters and map coming to the arena shooter. The stream also touched upon the upcoming cloud versions of the recent Resident Evil games coming to Nintendo Switch. Finally, Capcom revealed new footage of the Resident Evil 4 remake featuring footage from the first level included in the old demo for the game, as well as first looks at Ashley Graham, Ada Wong, and El Gigante. Following the stream, many outlets posted coverage of hands-on time with Resident Evil 4, detailing changes to the game from the original. Resident Evil 4 is due out on PlayStation, Xbox Series systems, and PC on March 24, 2023. Following the untimely demise of Google Stadia, Netflix is now looking into joining the game streaming space. Speaking at this week's TechCrunch Disrupt, Vice President of Game Development Mike Verdu says that Netflix is, quote, very seriously exploring a cloud game offering. 
While Google's exit from the market has potentially spelled doom for the market, others like Xbox Cloud Gaming and NVIDIA GeForce Now have proven the viability of cloud gaming, though the market is still developing. Microsoft wrote in a filing this week regarding its ongoing Activision acquisition that, quote, Cloud gaming remains in its infancy and unproven as a consumer proposition. Netflix's push into games also comes at a time of reduced growth for the company, seeing subscriber levels dip as they begin to cut down on password sharing for accounts. On the same panel, the company also revealed a new first-party studio in California led by former executive producer of Overwatch at Activision Blizzard, Chaco Sunny. Lots of Minecraft news this week from the annual Minecraft Live update. The team at Mojang was coy regarding what will be included in the 1.2 update to the game, but have said that they, quote, want to make Minecraft Minecraftier. Some updates include new mobs, including camels. Camels will be able to carry two players at a time, but will move slower than horses. Other additions include new default skins, interactable bookshelves, bamboo and bamboo boats, and hanging signs with little chains. Outside of the core game, Mo Yang also revealed Halloween-themed additions for Minecraft Dungeons coming October 19th, and the first look at the upcoming strategy game Minecraft Legends. Gameplay takes some of the core elements from Minecraft and adds troop management, similar to Pikmin. Minecraft Legends is set to launch Spring 2023. Finally this week, The Sims 5 is on the way. At the annual Sims Summit, the development team at Maxis gave the first look of gameplay of the Life Simulator sequel. At no point was the game ever actually called The Sims 5, however. Gameplay involves showing the new build mode, allowing for extra granular details such as individual color, texture, and axis control of items and individual placement of pillows. The tease comes at a time when The Sims 4 is pivoting to a free-to-play platform as well as new official modding tools coming for the game. The team was very quick to say that this is very early gameplay, so don't expect additional news for The Sims 5 anytime soon. Looking forward to next week, the console version of medieval action strategy Mountain Blade Bannerlord 2 launches on October 25th, alongside Age of Empires 4 Anniversary Edition on PC. On October 27th, retro survival horror adventure Signalis launches on all major platforms alongside sci-fi JRPG, Star Ocean, Divine Force on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC, and sci-fi real-time strategy Sins of a Solar Empire 2 enters early access on PC. On October 28th, the Gold Edition of Resident Evil Village launches with the Winter's expansion and arena shooter Resident Evil Reverse on all major platforms, alongside Bullet Witch Brawler, Bayonetta 3 on Nintendo Switch, and annual military shooter Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. And that's it for this episode of 8-Bits. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. I'd really appreciate it. To keep up with everything from the show, including cancellations and whatnot, feel free and follow us on Twitter at 8BitsGG. That is at the number 8BITS. GG. You can also follow me personally on Twitter at Frankie Godoy. That's at F R A N K I E G O D O Y. But otherwise, that's really it. So, once again, thank you for listening and have a good rest of your week.